0: It is time for the sectional championship edition of State Champs Indiana Extra Point, presented by Lawrence Technological University. Lawrence Tech wants you to recruit yourself, just go to ltuathletics.com and click on the Recruit Yourself link. Academic and athletic scholarships are available in over two dozen varsity sports, including football. My name is Greg Rakestraw, joined as always by
1: Bob Sammazzi. Hello, my friend. How are you? Just peachy, uh, another big weekend of high school football, and if you were a duck, you really enjoyed it.
0: (laughs) The joy of being where I'm at, everything is on turf. It didn't make it uh, any more dry, but it certainly made the the play conditions better than they could have been. Now, knowing the teams that you cover, did your high school football season end on
1: Friday night, Mr. Stambazzy? It, it only after I jinxed everybody that we broadcast <laughs> for. I We're at halftime and Norfield is leading. And I said, well, it looks like we're going to have a couple teams go on. Norfield and and Peru both were leading at the half. And Peru got behind, went double overtime. Norfield uh, lost the lead uh, in the third quarter and never regained it lost it. So uh, to answer your question, it's round ball season. <laughs> officially translates into girls' basketball coming up this yes. week for Maz. And this
0: podcast will, trans, will transition to basketball by the time we get to the month of December. But clearly the pigskin is going to be our focus as we are now down to 96 teams remaining in the state of Indiana. 48-sectional have reached a championship game. And remarkably, two teams will begin their postseason this week. There were two teams in 6A because of only having 30 teams in 6A this year. And I got this question from a few folks this weekend. Let me explain. The IHSAA elected to not change the enrollment cycles this year because of the pandemic affecting numbers last year. And so you basically stayed in the same enrollment classification. However, for the sports that were able to fully complete the last two years, basically everything up until boys basketball, um, they did take into account the success factor or the tradition factor. So there were two teams, Fort Wayne-Snyder and Columbus East, that both returned to 5A. So because of that, there were only 30 teams that were in 6A this year. So that meant there were two three-team sectionals. Carroll-Homestead-Warsaw, sectional three. Mm -hmm. Sectional eight, Center Grove-Columbus North, as well as Franklin Central. So that's why there are two teams. That literally begin their postseason run on sectional championship Friday night coming up uh, just a few days from now. Baz, let me tell you about the game that I had. And for a second time in the last three weeks, we had a rather significant upset take place in the games that we had on the ISC Sports Network. 6A number 8 Warren Central, who had not played for three weeks. They did not play uh, in week number nine. Everybody had... Week one off in, in 6A, and most everybody in 5A had the same thing as well. Warren Central had beaten Lawrence Central 48-13 to 13 when they played in week number four. However, you combine just simply Lawrence Central being a very young football team, playing mm-hmm. a, a truckload of sophomores and juniors. Their starting quarterback was injured, did not play in week number four. Warren Central's starting quarterback had a hand injury where he played defense and special teams, Couldn't throw the football. And so he was not playing on Friday night from an offensive standpoint. Uh, Warren Central has a wide receiver named Joe Walker who literally took a visit to Ohio State this weekend to give you an idea as to how good he is. His foot's in a boot on Friday night. Could not play in that game. Then you bring in what you referenced in terms of uh, great weather for a duck. Literally in the Indy area, the spigot got turned on at about 6.30. And got turned off at about 10 o'clock or 10 30. Rain throughout the course of, of, of every game. And, you know, we have multiple games on ISC. Our other featured game on Friday night was Speedway of Monrovia. It was an absolute mud bowl. It was the counting tractor pull uh, by the time that game was over with. i on Warren playing on turf, but still it had an effect on that game. Literally, Lawrence Central had a 40 point reversal from the last time they played Warren Central after losing 48 to 13. They win that football game 13-8. to The number eight team in the state gets sent home. And, Baz, i have you put your coaching head on for a second. If nothing else, knowing that you now have an extra week of practice and you have a program kind of building win, it's the fourth postseason win in the last nine years for Lawrence Central since they won the 2012 state championship. Regardless of what happens for LC going forward, to have that victory and have that extra week of practice – what does that mean for Will
1: Patterson going into this offseason? If I'm a bet man, he would rather play this week to take that energy off of that big win, right? You, you want to get right back at <laughs> it. But, but, you know, you're going to come back out. Uh, you have all the breaks in here. You don't know throughout the season when you're going to play or not this year. Again, we fought that in the pandemic. But the situation here, I, I think uh, uh, smiling ear to ear, uh, enjoy it up to Sunday. Uh, for the players, coaches, they're already back in their meeting rooms on Sunday going through game film, the game plan. They're refocused. It's tougher for the kids, uh, but the coaches still uh, still have to get things ready and go. It sets up Elsie and Lawrence North, and I yeah. don't think that outside
0: of Lawrence Township, people understand how important of a deal that is. You have to beat the other school, and there are similar situations like this in the Indianapolis area, Perry, Meridian, and Southport the biggest one is Fishers and HSE. You go a little bit further north, Franklin and Lapel that are actually part of the same school district. you have to beat your you have to beat your neighbor have to beat your rival. put this in perspective. Lawrence Central has not won a football sectional since 2012. LN has not won one since 1990 and those two teams get to play coming up on Friday night sectional number seven. The road probably stops there because Center Grove is likely the team that is awaiting them in the regional round, but it is massive for those two teams to be able to say they're playing each other in the sectional championship as well as potentially winning a sectional championship. Now, the game that I had was one of the larger upsets in the state. It may not have been the biggest upset in the state, even though these were a couple of ranked teams. Baz, Mm -hmm. tell me about South Adams' 6-3 victory over previously unbeaten Monroe Central.
1: Uh, This is huge. played in uh, a slop. Uh, as you want to yeah. say, uh, uh, it, it was going to be a slugfest. You knew that coming out. Uh, you're not going to be able to throw the football. And so they came out and just went at it, and it was going to be defense. And some of the uh, reports that I was getting throughout the game said it was just horrendous uh, field condition. And, a, a matter of fact, the coach from South Adams took a dive in the mud after the game with the kids. And, I mean, <laughs> how, how, how bad? I mean, the Hawks are having fun. But uh, I I tell you, uh, the field conditions down there did not benefit at all Uh, Muncie. uh, Muncie, uh, I'm thinking Muncie Central with Coach Austin. But uh, Rose Central uh, because of their speed. That was negated because of all that mud down there. And I'm just going to tell you, it was mud from the 10 to 10. It was just that bad in the middle of the field and going out of the wings, actually a little bit farther. But what it did do, played into the hand uh south adams that likes to plug things along and i i think this is a huge huge win and isn't that amazing though that a year ago it would
0: have gone the other way in terms of exactly that benefit exactly because the arnold did that now is 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 at marion university uh Mm -hmm. as well as his top tight end target you know it was a south adams team that last year of course made the state finals and wanted to air it out uh and again South Adams and Adams Central, as we point out, are not in the same sectional. They no, would not meet until the regional. Again, mm-hmm. I think the Jets are the better team. They won rather handily during the course of the regular season. But, you know, we are seeing this more and more, that the second time around that you play a team, yeah. it's
1: it's very difficult to get a second win uh, during the course of the postseason. Greg, what they did at, uh, at Adams Central was take their game to Bluffton. They used the Greg Rakeshaw Correct. theory. Let's go to the turf. So they took it over to Bluffton. Now, this week, it comes back to Adam Central. Their field's in macular condition. That's where they'll play the game this week. I'm going to take that terrible word, assume they'll stay there in at, Roeville at, at, at Adam Central. But uh, I look forward to be played there. And, and this will be, by the way, a very inside, very slow game for Triton. There's so much speed with Adam Central. That's why they're called the Jets. They'll take off at any time. All right, now the big game in your neck of the woods. Let's talk about,
0: and, and we have kind of uh, pointed to this all season yeah, long. 11-0 yes, yes. Eastside at 10-1 and 1 Bishop Lewis. Again, Lures uh, claimed a share of the Summit Athletic Conference Championship, which again is, is tremendous given the fact they're the smallest school in the Summit. Uh, they were beaten by Snyder in week number nine. As expected, not much problems the first two weeks. And even though they've got a loss on their hands, I think a lot of us outside of Fort Wayne just assume Lures is going to be the state champ. But they literally have a they have a great team to play every step of the way. And let's talk about the East
1: Side Blazers who have been really good the last few years and come in at eleven and zero. East Side was over three thousand yards this year on offense, and this is a team up from Butler, Indiana that plays awfully well. And uh, if you remember last year. Uh, Bishop Lewers wins this game uh, going on their final drive to BD side as they intercepted a pass. So uh, this is going to be a very unique football game. Uh, I I tell you, don't be surprised uh, if the score isn't or doesn't come down to a field goal to the very end, to be quite honest with you. But I still think Lewers gets it. But this is a nasty, nasty, very physical uh, Eastside team coming in with a chip on their shoulder. And, Greg, they play some hard-nosed football just like Lures. But Lures still plays, and you brought this up a million times, still plays the big boys. You know, they did lose to Snyder, but they still play the big boys. They understand the true essence of speed. They do have that, and they got some awfully good interior people, too. Again, Eastside, you know,
0: again, plays a representative schedule for their enrollment, and their best win of the year is beating Adam Central. That is Adam Central's one loss. Realize Adam Central is a 1A team, but clearly one of the two best teams in 1A, with Lutheran thought to be the other one. Yes. You know, that that would be that group. And again, with now in 1A Monroe Central out, it's almost assumed Lutheran and Adam Central are going to play for the 1A state championship at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, Eastside won that game early in the in the season, 21-19. That's the best team they have played until now. And, again, we'll bring up field conditions. The forecast appears to be pretty solid for this week. Temperatures in the game is going to be in the 40s or 30s. There's not much the way precipitation expected across the state during the course of this week. But I bring it up because Lures is the home team. Yes. And you talk about the physicality of Eastside. They don't mind if it's a muddy track lures does so i'm very curious to see because of carson clark's ability to throw the football uh, and his record-setting career that he has had at lures do they try to go play elsewhere you know play someplace on turf because frankly the better field conditions probably benefit lures again rain should not be a factor but so many of these grass fields have been torn up because we've had a good yes. amount of rain over the course of the last three or four fridays again that's part of the storyline For that game as well. Um, One other result that I wanted to talk about from last week that caught a lot of people by surprise, and frankly, me too, is in 4A the way that East Central put it to Mooresville at their place. East Central 52 26 beat Mooresville. Uh, Mooresville was a team that was thought hey, maybe they've got a chance to compete with Ron Collie in 4A. East Central played Ron Colley and played them well. Ron Colley won that game 35-21 in the season finale. But uh, credit to East Central because – and you have this at this round of the tournament. Some of these sectionals are more spread out than others. And, again, uh, weather conditions, not a factor. That game was played on turf. The East Central folks who are good every year, they have been raving about this team this season. There are two losses, Archbishop Moeller in Cincinnati – and Ron Colley in week number nine, that's a heck of a win for the East Central Trojans.
1: Oh, it's a big, big win. There's no doubt about it. Big thing is going in there and beating them. I mean, that's that's the big thing is, is handing them that huge loss and then to turn around saying, you know what? You look at our schedule, the teams we play, going back to, once again, your theory, the better programs you play, the better you're going to come, tournament time. And that's just kind of panning out right here, Greg, on what you saw.
0: And I'll tell you this, again, Morrisville plays in a better league, but E-Central, you know, goes out and tries to find the best teams they can. And, again, this is this is like a graduate-level athletic director discussion as to what E-Central can do because there's simply no one of their size anywhere close to them. They try to go play as many in, in, in other sports, as many schools from across the state line as they can. In football, you can do that once or twice, but – they, they always open up with Lawrenceburg, who has become the second best program clearly in that league. And Lawrenceburg is still playing in terms of, of the 3A uh, state tournament. They play in a sectional championship game uh, coming up on Friday night. East Central has tried to play either Roncalli or Shittard or someone of that ilk in their final game of the season for many years. And again, at least having that experience, I think has helped propel them to the amount of postseason success they have had in recent time. Even if you are not broadcasting game on Friday night, and I touched on Eastside and Lures. Anything yeah. else kind of in your neck of the woods it's on your radar coming up on sectional championship Friday?
1: Well, we do have a game on our other station we have on 1019 Rocks. We'll have the Peru-Norwell game. Now, Peru's very surprising this year, Coach. Uh, uh, they're going to play a Norwell team that's 10-1. and Peru is 8-2, very athletic yep. team. But uh, these are some good old farm boys coming out of Norwell, which is literally just across the Huntington County line. And uh, these kids come and play. They're in the same conference as the Vikings. Uh, They're good up front, good size up front, have some speed, can throw the football when they have to. Peru, they got a quarterback, Greg, uh, last name Strong. Every sense of the word, he is a Bulldog. And this is how Strong plays is how Peru plays. So Strong has a great game. They're going to be in it with Norwell. Strong struggles. Count Norwell to win big, big, big. I'm a big but fan of romus in St. Louis. The yeah. head
0: coach of Peru. So I'll root for him again. Norwell, that's, a, again, a traditional power uh, in terms of yeah. 3A. And, uh, you know, the days of Chandler Harnish immediately come to mind. Yes. Thinking about <laughs> the, their trips to uh, the RCA Dome in, in years gone by. The game that I've got for you this week is a great one. Carmel and Brownsburg. And there has been so much debate in this area about has the Hoosier Crossroads conference caught the Mick in terms of football. In 6A, we've had a a Mick champion uh, in in each of the first eight years. Mm -hmm. Basically in every year but two, 2010 and 2012 in the last 20 years, a Mick school has won a state championship and I'll, I'll explain the asterisk. In 2012, LC won the state championship they had yet to make the move to the MiC. They would do that the following year. So they technically count as a non-Mick champ in 2012. And I still think the state champ is going to be a mixed school in terms of Center Grove. But really, from two on down, you can kind of make the argument that the HCC has had a better year than the MiC. Carmel was the second best team in the MiC, But Avon, who went 1-8, and eight, they were in that football game with him on Friday night. Uh, Carmel <laughs> won that one by a score of 35-21. This is a Brownsburg team that has been really good for many years, but they have struggled to get over the hump in terms of postseason play. If Brownsburg can get past this one, they will likely play, play Ben Davis in the regional. Brownsburg mm. beat Ben Davis in the season opener, 33-22. So there is a chance for the Bulldogs to make by far their longest tournament run in in decades, like going back to like the mid 80s, when they put state championship banners up at Brownsburg. John Hart has turned them into a consistent winner. Of course, he's got state title experience at both Wrights and Warren Central, one of the winningest coaches in the history of the state when you include his results in other states, uh, because he has spent a good amount of time in Illinois during his coaching days. Carmel is good enough where Brownsburg only only has to worry about Carmel. But you also kind of feel like Brownsburg is almost kind of planning its history because, they again, they have just come up short a lot with good teams over the course of the last few years. That's going to be a great one. That's where I will be uh, with uh, Mayan TV and the ISC Sports Network and the IHSAA Champions Network. That's the game that I will have two of the top six teams in Class 6A uh, coming up on Friday night. Has anything else for the good of the cause, my friend? Hey, we're
1: ready hopefully everybody stays healthy and gets out and support this not a better time than high school state tournament time in indiana all right that'll do it for this week's edition of state
0: champs indiana <clears throat> our friends at lawrence and the Logical university you can recruit yourself by logging on to ltuathletics.com for bob stambazzi and kevin behind the scenes thanks for joining us for state champs indiana next report